0: All right, so let's transition into the Rockets team building aspect here and the latest headlines that we've gotten out there. Mark Stein, formerly of ESPN, New York Times, I'm sure other places as well, doing his own thing these days. But he had a report out there pretty recently that if – things don't work out for the Rockets and James Harden in the reunion that we've been talking about on episodes and on episodes for a while now that if things don't work out between the Rockets and James Harden that Kyrie Irving is someone who the Rockets could pivot toward and I think you and I are on the same page here it is it is pretty unlikely that Kyrie Irving would wind up with the rockets okay and you even said it on twitter that he's not signing with the rockets the mavericks basically have no choice but to offer him the max and that's based off of what they did to get him there is no viable backup plan behind kyrie irving obviously um and things did end weird there for this season with the with the mavericks and everything but in terms of kyrie irving and and the rockets i wanted to kind of give you the floor here on why that wouldn't be a fit because you know we're talking about this team trying to go from here to there trying to go from you know the the pits of the nba to just relevancy and kyrie irving at the very least is someone we have to consider as a guy who could raise your floor but i'm not really sure what he would do for your ceiling and that i think is the heart of the issue here but what would you say about Kyrie Irving as a fit for the Rockets and, and why you would say it's not something that 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 is likely to happen.
1: Well, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think you kind of laid out the reasons why it's unlikely to happen. and That would be because if I mean, Dallas basically doesn't have a choice, you know, the Mavs. Right. Um, unless they want to piss off Luka Doncic even more, you know, they basically have to just give him whatever he wants. Um But if for whatever reason it falls apart with Dallas, you do have the Lakers out there. And LeBron James, I think, has made it pretty clear that he would like to play with Kyrie Irving once again. And So, you know, I I actually – I don't hate the idea of Kyrie Irving just because he's a floor raiser. Like, that's what he is. And for a team that needs to start winning games, he helps you do that. Now the question is, how many games is he actually going to play? Because he hasn't played many games the last few years. It's rare to see him even get – he played 60 games – last season it's rare to see him play more than that at this point of his career and it's not like he's old he's 31 I think about to be 32 um so it's not the worst idea in the world um that's I mean that said it, it remains highly unlikely so if that is the only option that they have then I don't think that it's the worst decision to make you bring him in for a little bit you help He helps you win some games. He helps you with your young guards. And I do think that he would help those guys um, just because he's probably smarter than any other player that they've played with before. And then I think somebody like that might have, if he handles himself the right way and that that's somebody who might have some trade value somewhere down the road. And then maybe you try and flip him for something. Again, that's not, I don't think it's the most realistic move in the world, but if that's the option that they're left with, and that's and if it becomes a real option, which I don't think that it will be, that's just that would be kind of my thinking behind it,
0: yeah, I'm one of those people that's got mixed feelings about non basketball Kyrie Irving that's kind of annoyed a little bit about Kyrie Irving and and sort of the way he carries himself, but also has some admiration for it as well, like I've got really mixed emotions about it. And I think that factors a lot into how fans react to to Kyrie Irving because he's kind of a polarizing figure. But just keeping it on the basketball standpoint, I'm with you in terms of, like, not hating it entirely. I actually kind of like it in some ways. I just have all of those same questions that you raised about how many games he's going to play and how reliable is he? Because as cold as he is, And let's make no mistake about it. Say whatever you want about Kyrie Irving, but dude is cold. I mean, he is an incredible basketball player. Like, let's not get that twisted at all. But as cold as he he is, he's just unreliable. I mean, and I think that's the thing maybe that that irks me the most about him is when you go from his last couple of runs, and and I don't know how much I would put the – The Dallas run on him. Obviously, things went downhill after they traded for him, sort of unexpectedly, and then they already they they were and they They, traded, but they They, traded traded for for, for them not to go downhill, though,
1: right? Like, like they they, they gave up a they. It it turned out to be a dumb trade. You know, it it, it was a it it was a mistake to cover up for a mistake. Was basically what that trade was, and so they let Jalen Brunson go for nothing. And then they have to make a move to cover up for that mistake. And it turns out to be a mistake because they gave up all their depth and they basically weakened every other aspect of their roster for these two score first guys. And you just didn't have time for those two score first guys to figure out how to play with each other. So I I don't blame Kyrie Irving for anything that necessarily happened there. That's more of an organizational failure than anything else.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. The, Situation with Dallas is more of an indictment on Dallas as an organization, but still, when you look at Kyrie Irving in, in Boston and in Brooklyn, those things don't look great. But still, at yeah. the same time, he's <laughs> when he plays, when he plays, he is an undeniable talent. And then the question for me goes to, and the reason why I like it, then the question for me goes to, like we know what Kyrie Irving is as a basketball player. We just described, we just talked about it. Then it goes to okay, you talk about that patience again. And what are these other players that we don't really have the answers to now? Or or yet, I should say. And if Jalen Green is a frontline player and Kyrie Irvin is exactly who we know him to be and plays, you know, we're talking about a different sort of thing in the backcourt. And then you you add the you know the rest of the guys, uh, you know, Jabari Smith Jr. and how he develops in an Alpern Shengun. And i don't know what happens with kevin porter jr in a situation like that but imagine you cast him in the role that we've talked about really liking him in as a as a second unit guy and as someone that's anchoring your bench unit like to me basketball wise especially if you're looking at it from the optimistic view glass half full i really like it um, or i really actually like the fit it's just the it's the unreliability with Kyrie Irving that makes me think oh man like that's not somebody that you want to give and he's obviously someone okay similar to James Harden in this way who was looking for rightfully so the most possible money that he, that he that he can get you know you're not getting Kyrie Irving on any kind of discount obviously that's absurd so like it's okay are you investing that kind of money in someone who has shown himself to be somewhat unreliable at times even though he's a supreme talent so that to me is what makes it somewhat fascinating. And then of course, we do have, and I, I don't know if we talk, how much we talked about this, but we did talk about Jalen Green's appearance on Paul George's podcast. We know sort of the reverence that he has for, for Kyrie Irving and, and that being somebody that he wants to learn from. He didn't say necessarily that he wanted to play with him, but you could just imagine how, you know, what kind of effect that would have on Jalen Green. Is that a good thing? Basketball-wise, you think maybe so. Like overall, you're like, I don't know. You know, it's it's kind of complicated because Kyrie is somewhat complicated, but it is an interesting, somewhat curveball, however, unlikely, as something that probably won't happen, but you know, something that if you wanted to imagine could be pretty interesting. Yeah, and I I would not make the investment.
1: Uh I would be terrified of the reliability the, the reliability aspect, but if you he, he would, he basically go down the line and if you miss on Harden, who's number two on that list, it's probably Irving. I mean, let's just be honest. You look at the free agents that are out there. He is probably number two on most lists. So if that's what you're left with, then, hey, maybe you don't have much of a choice. To me, I wouldn't, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a GM who probably has some sort of
0: a win now ultimatum from the owner at this point, which Rafael Stone might at this point. I would say, Adam, even I would even go further on that and say that the only reason why Harden is actually number one in relation to the Rockets is is probably because of the the connection and the likelihood and just the the, how it makes a lot more sense as a fit. You know, I I think from a from a basketball standpoint, you could you could maybe even argue that Kyrie Irving would be you could argue the way you know, with, with James Harden and Kyrie Irving at this point, I honestly think that now James Harden career wise and, and what he's been, that's, you know, it's a different conversation. He's been the best player on a team that had a chance to win a championship. Kyrie Irving hasn't exactly been that, but at this, at this point, you know, I could even, I think you could even make a case that either one of them would be uh, would be at the top of the list. If you, you know, if you put aside the, the history and sort of the nostalgia with James Harden and the reason why, um, the reason why he would want to come here. Um and, and and that Kyrie Irving, it makes more sense for him not to come here and to and to wind up back in Dallas given the investment there, and that they have like Dallas has Luka Doncic. The Rockets do not, you know? So like if you're Kyrie Irving, think about it from that standpoint. I know we're having this conversation and entertaining it, but if you're Kyrie Irving, <laughs> Would you rather play with Luka Doncic or Jalen Green and Jabari Smith? Like, no no diss to those guys, but, you know, there's one Luka Doncic right now in the league. So,
1: so that, it, would, a, depends that, on that, what that would be what you want
0: the, to do. If, if you want the ball in your hands and you want to score a lot of
1: points, and, you know, then – Playing with Jalen Green in, in the Rockets might not be the worst idea. If you want to play sidekick to somebody else, then maybe that's not. You know, maybe Luka isn't your cup of tea. But to me, it, it sounds like that this whole conversation is going to be for naught because he's just going to go back to Dallas. and And that's that. And if he doesn't, then he'll just go to the Lakers and play with LeBron James.